0: Good. Morning. We are invisible again. Good Hold on morning, one second. Morning, my neighbors. Make work. There we go. There we go. How are we doing today, everybody? Top of the morning to you, yeah, everybody. Yeah, top of the morning indeed. My getter hat is crooked. Give me one second. It's cro- more crooked than Hillary Clinton. <laughs>
1: Make sure you guys head on over to loudmajorityus.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop. That's loudmajorityus.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop. Pick up your stock and stuffers. We got the We the People Are Pissed Off flags. We got Trump 2024 flags. Uh, stick those on your. Uh, we got got so many different uh, sorts of car decals you can stick right in there. We got the the beautiful logo you see behind us with the with the uh, stressed USA. Because I'll be honest with you, we're kind of stressed out right stressed now. Stressed out. Stressed out right now. Just got some bad news from uh, our big guy here in New York. Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin will not be running for RNC chair.
0: Not running for RNC Although,
1: chair. Although if the, we know anything about Lee Zeldin, it's that A, he's not done. But Obviously, he sees a different path forward for himself, and uh, I trust uh, – in Lee, we trust. So uh, we will – i wait to see what the standard bearer for the party wants to do because the the world is Lee Zeldin's oyster. And uh, I, I, that's a saying that people say that I don't understand what it means. What is it? Uh, the world is your oyster.
0: Oh, I think you said the world is your Easter. No, the world is your oh, oyster. I, like, what you I actually don't about?
1: know. It's, it's, it's something people say, but I don't know what it means.
0: I think because there's a pearl in every oyster. And so, like, the world is your oyster. Open it up and go get the pearl okay well maybe that's what it is maybe it's not but that's nice
1: and uplifting i think well lee Zeldin should do that so at the moment right now it's down to uh harmeet Dillon, uh uh ronna mcdaniel uh and mike lindell i don't i mean
0: yeah
1: you know okay well so it's a two-man race that's it uh you know obviously harmeet dylan's done incredible work with her legal profession and uh standing up for for first principles uh, for civil liberties she's uh, she's helped out James O'Keefe. she's helped out uh, several other other people in in the culture war. so it would be interesting to see a little bit of new leadership at the top. but we will see how that goes obviously after what happened in Georgia yep. yesterday.
0: Georgia Senate runoff here's your results. Uh, Raphael Warnock winning by just about 90 thousand votes um, and you know it was uh, here's here's another one. That I like to show you. Look, Raphael Warnock, 1.8 million votes. Um, He got obviously less than... Than uh, what he won around the first time. Walker did the same thing. Just goes to show you, if you get everybody out twice, you win these runoffs. Uh, Walker would have won had everybody who voted for him the first time in the uh, 2022 midterms on November 8th come out and voted for him again. And so once again, special thanks to Lynn Wood for screwing up Georgia now for a grand total of six years. Very, <laughs> very, really appreciate that. You piece of garbage. Yeah. And everybody who, any, if there's anybody watching this show who still trusts Lynn Wood, please turn it off. Because I don't want to deal with you. I'm sorry. I I can't. I can't with that guy. And I know he's 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 taking a severe dip in popularity. People have figured him out that he's a grifter. That he's Whoa. not. You know, a, not a real what.
1: Uh, not. Oh. Uh, Aaron Judge back to the
0: Yankees. Oh, Aaron Judge is back with the New York. Nine Yankees. years, three hundred and sixty million. million. Do- well,
1: that's forty million dollars a year. All
0: right. Oh. So the Judge uh, is back with the Yankees. <laughs>
1: and uh. <whew>. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> forty million a year. There you go. And you know it's probably front loaded. So the first two years are probably, like, in the 50s. Yeah. What are we doing here? That's a
0: lot of money. That's a lot um, of money. So, so there's your Georgia runoff. A, a disaster yesterday, um, but we expected it. We it's have- not one of these things that I said, oh, well, you know, I, Walker's running away with it, this, that, and the other. Uh, we expected that, and uh, we got what we expected, and it's not what I wanted. I badly wanted to be wrong about the Georgia runoff. Um, but unfortunately, we were right about it. We had a feeling that Herschel Walker was not going to be able to uh, to pull through, and that's because a running back is only as good as his offensive line. Yep. And listen, he got no blocking yesterday. The Republican, the RNC, did nothing but send fundraising emails. Something's got to change in leadership. Unfortunately, according to Lee Zeldin's statement— um, he says that the re-election for Ronna McDaniel is already pre-baked by design. Mm-hmm. Right? That's his. That's basically calling it rigged. Basically saying that this is already going in favor of her. We don't have the votes. It probably means Harmie Dillon won't get the votes either. Although I'm sure she will challenge. Mike Lindell will not get the votes. Although I'm sure he will continue to challenge. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure he'll say that China rigged the. Uh, it's very possible. The
1: RNC election. Unfortunately, I mean, look, Harmy Dillon also has nothing to lose. No. So, basically, she can jump in and go, Lindell's right. Lindell's got
0: nothing to lose either.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, come on. All right, I, look. I like Mike Lindell. His pillows are great. Pillows are fantastic. I have the Giza dream bed sheets, although I do find it a little odd when he's like, I was able to find cotton in just this part of the world. Really, Mike? You're the first one to discover that along the Nile River, there's good cotton? Yeah. I'm fairly certain the Egyptians figured that out yeah. right around the time they built the pyramids. I'm sure you know. wasn't a crackhead from Minnesota. Yeah, probably. That, that, was, that was just he's he was an ex-crackhead. An ex-crackhead from Minnesota. He wasn't just he wasn't just stumbling along uh, the 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 Euphrates and was like, "Ooh, this cotton would be great for bed sheets." Like uh, I think somebody figured that out already. But Lindell's not a real candidate for RNC. Let's be honest. Yeah. So it's it's Dylan and McDaniel straight through. Unfortunately. I don't see much changing.
0: Yeah, I don't see much changing. And that's that's the problem. You know, Ronda McDaniel showing you that she's not going to deviate from the party's old ways. And we talked about this a lot yesterday about how, you know, we're like the hockey team refusing to score in the first two periods, leaving it up to the, the final period to score goals, right? When their opponent is scoring one in the first, two in the second, and and uh, you know, and one in the third. That's four goals. You score three in the third, you've lost you've lost four three. You know what I mean? It's at that point you have to you have to spread out you have to embrace all all areas and all aspects of the process and we're not embracing all all areas of the process we're relying on one day when the democrats rely on as many as 50 days to cast their votes in these elections and that's why we continue to see you know what what we have witnessed now since 2020 i mean mm-hmm. the runoff the georgia runoff when you're watching those early results come in and warnock is up 60 40 that's the early vote those are the early votes that are coming in we cannot keep getting smoked by 20 points in early voting no this cannot continue to happen and look all you needed was 100,000 votes yesterday it's not that hard to find. 1.9 million people voted for Herschel Walker on November eighth. 1.7, or uh, what was it? 1. Uh, let's see. 1.7 voted for him this go around. 1.8 million voted for Raphael Warnock this go around, right? So if you bring out everybody, just literally, you all voted once. Do it one more time on December sixth. He wins. The problem is that's not what happened, and that's generally not what happens in runoffs either. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just, you know, it's very close to the original turnout numbers. The issue is here, we're not doing enough to get your, the base goes out and votes, we get it. Uh, The reliable people go out and vote, we get it. Uh, People would knock on doors, the fundraising emails go out, thank God those have stopped. uh, Thanks to, you know, because of yesterday. Um, But it's not enough. And you have to say, well, we keep doing the same things and expecting different results, that's insanity. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not an insane person. I'm a little crazy, but I'm definitely not insane. Oh, all right, you oh, know.
1: You know, I used to think you were crazy, and now I can see you nuts. There
0: you go. Oh, really? <laughs> Must have a hole in my pants. <laughs> 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 but anyway, It all lost some
1: power line. But you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with the with, with with the the leadership at the top. And if not, it's got to be done on the local level. That's right. It's got to be done by each and every one of you. It's got to. You guys have to come together in in your collectives. And, and make it happen. You know, if, if the party refuses to change, go around them, as we've done here. And, yeah. uh, you know, now, now we've got to rely on President Cinema and President Manchin to uphold the filibuster. We have to pray to God, everyone, please, sweet Mary Moses, Clarence Thomas, don't die. Don't die. Please don't die. Right don't die like a don't die because I really like it but B please don't die because I can't see I, I can't see Supreme Court justice Merrick Garland I can't do I can't stomach that so uh if we have to if we have to parade Clarence Thomas into the court like weekend at Bernie's, I will do so yeah because I, agree. Uh, I, I I won't I won't do it.
0: Yeah, we gotta keep we have to keep Clarence Thomas alive at all costs. Uh because we know what would happen if or any of them anyway. It could be it could be uh It could be, uh, be Alito You know? Yeah. Uh, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett are young, but you never know.
1: Roberts is relatively young.
0: Roberts is pretty young, too. Yeah. Roberts, I mean, well, um, You know, he's
1: a <laughs> wishy-washy. Yeah. yeah,
0: but, I mean, I don't want to see anybody die. Let's just, no. let's, just uh, let's go out and say we don't want to see any justices die as we go on. Now, we need leadership changes at the top of the RNC. It doesn't look like we're going to get them. So then we have to maybe take this into our own hands and just do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going to continue to rely on... And I'm, I'm sorry, I can't get behind these folks who say it doesn't matter how many votes would have been there. We still would have lost. Stop with that crap. Mm-hmm. Enough! Enough! Please, do you understand how much damage that does? It's a load of crap to say. Well, if we had 1.9, they would have found two million. Really? Then why didn't they find two million on November 8th and avoid the runoff? Mm -hmm. Answer me that.
1: Or why didn't they currently find a couple hundred votes and beat Lauren Boebert? Why didn't they do that? Because guess what? Lauren Boebert's race has still not been called. So if they were going to find votes, when do you think they'd find them there? She's unbelievably outspoken. She's a savage. She's so hot. I mean, if you don't, you think, think they were? You, you don't think they were knocking out Lauren? But you don't think when they knocked out Madison Cawthorn out of the primary? Yeah, that wasn't a win for the Democrats. You don't think knocking out Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene would do a hell of a lot more for them than finding votes in Cobb County? I mean, I can't, I can't take the people that that until the end of time.
0: If you lose, it was stolen. Sometimes you lose. We, we literally last night in Georgia. Okay? Like I can't go under the assumption that whatever our number is, they're always gonna have more. Could you imagine playing for a football team going, well, it doesn't matter how many points we score because they're gonna score more points. Taking the field, automatically believing you lost already? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Imagine the Giants I'm have done that against Brady. I love everybody in this chat. I love the LFA family, but some of the the some of that 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 attitude that, that continues to, to fester every time we go through an election, that's got to stop. It has to. And I don't mm-hmm. care if you think I'm being too harsh. I don't care if you think, I, oh, he's not awake or somebody, he doesn't know what's going on. No, 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 no. Here's the deal. Again, if they were cheating, why didn't they cheat and beat Lauren Boebert? That would have been the easiest race to steal. Yeah. A desk drawer of votes would have won that race for Adam, for, uh, Adam Frisch. A desk drawer. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying they don't cheat. What I am saying is that the results of the elections are not predetermined. It's not. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they cheat for Stacey Abrams? If they cheat so well in Georgia, how come they didn't beat Brian Kemp? The first time and the second time. Yep. Uh, answer me. you got to answer these questions when, when, when you're asked with them. Instead of throwing a temper tantrum, go, it doesn't matter. They're going to get more votes than us anyway. You can't take the field. You cannot take the field. This pisses me off. You can't take the field thinking you've already lost. You can't do it. Find me a team, any competitive team, any competitive organization, anybody with something on the line, anybody who thinks they've lost before taking the damn field. It is the stupidest mindset to be going through. Now, I'm not calling you stupid. I'm saying that thought process is incredibly misguided. And if if you continue to say that to people, and they think that their their vote doesn't count. Lauren Boebert does lose. Yep. And Could Mo- you imagine if there were people in that district in, in Colorado, House District 3, who thought their vote didn't count, so they didn't vote, and she lost by 20 votes? We had a candidate here on Long Island running for assembly, lost by 86 votes in the primary. 86 votes! That's a block. Your vote counts. Enough! Enough of this. Well, we're going to lose anyway. I've had it.
1: I, got news I so, have had it. I got news for you. I worked for a guy in the state senate, lost by 314 votes. Okay lost by 314 votes in the midst of one of the biggest scandals in the history of Long Island. That's three blocks in his district. He wins that race. I'm currently the chief of staff in in the United States Senate. So don't tell me your vote doesn't matter. Everybody's vote matters. Every vote matters, particularly if you're going to tell people your vote doesn't matter. You don't think that's going to affect your downstream elections where every vote really matters? Your school board races, your alderman races, your city council races? You know what, chip MP away Norton? at those things we talk about here. Look, there's 53 New York State, uh, New York City City Council seats. Yes. New York City's a lost cause. Really? Because last time we picked up four seats. Now there's seven of them. Yeah. How many will we get this time? If we get four more, chip away. Keep chipping away. That's all we got to do. Chip. It took them 40 years to destroy education. We're not going to do it overnight. And we're certainly not going to do it if people believe their vote doesn't matter. We've got to do this better than the Democrats, and don't tell me about principles because a principled loser is still a loser. It's still a
0: loser. Uh, Todd Bowles, I remember saying, it's top, you know, a top—you know—a regular uh, uh, cliche. But show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, right? Anybody who's good at losing, just okay, so they lose gracefully, but they still lose. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of losing, and I'm tired of taking a loser's mindset into these elections. Well, they're going to steal it. No, they're going to try. We're going to win because we're going to outvote the steal. Can we please take that mindset into things? M.D. Norton was running his mouth. Why did the Jets take the field? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> oh, by the way, M.D. Norton. Really? Trey Turner? <laughs> really? Guy? I mean,
1: thanks. Yeah. As if my life, as if, as, as if being a medfader isn't sad enough, knowing that... Wheeler left, no, I mean, and I mean, went to be a damn MD ace.
0: Norton. M. D. Norton's great. I love this. You know, again, I always say it all the time. You know, the sports, the sports guy in me loves the uh, the New York Philly banter mm, yeah. that happens in this chat at the behest of M. D. Norton. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's great. M. D. Norton is
1: easily the biggest.
0: Easily like he's a troll, but I love him. Easily the biggest, <laughs> he is. He
1: is the biggest sport in the chat because I have I mean, I go out of my way to, to shit on him, but uh, you know it's silly. So just you know, now, make sure you eat that cheesesteak next to a toilet because it's coming right through you.
0: Janet, mom, twenty twenty two is talking about. Well, Zeldin said the votes are already decided. Now the RNC vote is so much is a lot different than voting for somebody for Congress. We, we don't so, get the votes. We don't get those. We votes. don't get those votes. That's an internal party thing. And sure, the party's probably sitting there. You know, there, there's establishment figures that are are you know running the show behind the scenes. That's the, That's a totally different yeah. thing between a Democrat and a Republican running for a, a congressional seat or a Senate or a governor seat or a whatever. Yeah. Right? It's a we totally different. That. Op- that's that's what we the people control. I mean, hell, know? I only found that we. So
1: every state and every territory has three RNC committee votes. I was sent the committee sheet by the great Scott Prosser, Scott. You did, you did phenomenal work down in Georgia I want to thank you yeah, for all, that yeah. but I was The sent, only one by the I way. was sent the committee seats And I only knew one of them Out of the three Yeah These are like people that get appointed to nonsense Powerful positions And yeah. they want to keep those nonsense powerful positions You have your state chairman Your committeeman no. and, and your deputy committeeman Is that true? Zelensky is the time, uh, time. Yeah. Oh. uh Where is Kinsley Kay. Kinsley Kinsley, okay. Kinsley put it up.
0: All right, Vladimir Zelensky, one-time Person of the Year. This this uh, seems a good a good segue since we're going to talk about Zelensky just for a second. Oh how nice! Oh how nice! Time Person of the Year, Vladimir Zelensky. Why? Well, you know, I want to say
1: this, and I, I mean this uh, genuinely. Vladimir Zelensky is the perfect uh, person for Time Magazine Person why, of the Year. Is that? Well. Because it uh, puts him on a list with uh, such established and uh, eloquent figures as uh, Hitler oh. and uh, Joseph Stalin, twice. Oh wow! Yeah, twice. And Greta Thunberg. I think you know.
0: I think I think one year. You know what I think we should do? We should open up a uh, a plant based food restaurant and have the Thunberger the toon burger <laughs> does it, it does comes it, with an extra side of how dare you does it does it how ta- dare you so does it just taste like shit yeah it tastes like crap it's uh soy soy <laughs> soy oh yeah so
1: he's uh so in uh I saw what we got. so let's go back here 2016 26 uh, Donald Trump yeah Wow. Uh, 2020 was Biden and Harris angela both suck so bad angela angela merkel oh this was my favorite in 2018 the media was the person of the year the guardians on the war on truth. Oh my goodness! So, so Zelensky
0: is a uh, time a uh, time yeah, person of the year. Let's so that's good. sound
1: with oh, whistleblowers, with 2017 Ebola fighters, Angela Merkel won it in 2015. Angela. Who I want to be clear destroyed Germany. Destroyed. Destroyed Germany. She let in two percent, two percent of her entire population with Muslim refugees from Germany, which I'm not. And there's a very famous video from a small town uh, named. Ka- uh, Castle, Germany, where the representative said that migrants from uh, from Libya would be housed in Castle. Yeah. And if the migrants didn't like, the, and, and if the, the residents of Castle didn't like it, you know what they could do? They could leave... They told the residents to leave. Also, there was like, you know, like 30,000 sexual assaults on one New Year's Eve in Germany after they did all that. So let's see. Oh, uh, person of the year. Oh, (laughs) Ben Bernanke. Oh, nice. In 2009, you know, right after the. The Fed uh, chair, right? Yeah, the Fed chair, right after, uh, you know, the market fell
0: apart. Literally, like, burst into pieces. In
1: 2006. oh, Oh, this is interesting. 2007, person of the year.
0: Vladimir Putin. Now, that's good that you bring that up. Because, you know, Putin, Zelensky, people of the year. That's good. Now, here's another one. Here's, I, I want to say this because I brought this up last night. This is funny. Yeah, you know, last night, kind of laughing a little bit. We did the stream with Cordy Williams. I am going to start a new bit called... Now, listen. All right. Vladimir Putin obviously fell down the stairs. He pooped himself I wanted to leave him off because cancer patients so I want to preface this by saying I'm not making fun of anybody with cancer but I am going to make fun of Vladimir Putin because it's Vladimir Putin I am going to start a new bit that I'm going to try and put together this every week it's called (laughs) tootin with Putin tootin with Putin yes tootin with Putin you know what happened he fell down the stairs never would happen if I was your president Never would I. I would have called him up. I would have said, Vladimir, careful on those stairs. You don't want to do that. Hold on to the railing, because if not, we're going to be tootin' with Putin. Welcome to this week's edition of Tootin' with Putin, which never would have happened if I was your president. So we'll see what happens. That's I, 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 <laughs> I love,
1: I, I'm, I'm so interested. Yeah, Blue in,
0: Collar Bunch knows what I'm talking in about.
1: When, when, and <clears throat> when the person of the year became more than one person.
0: Yeah. Now, a
1: uh, couple little couple of nuggets. Maybe here. it's someone who identifies as a they them. 2005 with Bill and Melinda Gates and Bono. Bono. Why? Because yeah, first I want I want to be clear. We've we've argued about music on this show. <clears throat> Sean and I have very different tastes in music. And the net. I do not understand people that like You Too. One more. I do not understand why, what the. It's like Dave Matthews people. If you insult people I like that you like You Too, YouTube, no, no, there's like You 2 ers I like You Too. I'm not a You er, but yeah. I like You Too. I listen to You Too. Uh, let's see who. A couple else good that? albums. 99 on with Jeff Bezos in uh, 20. In, From the Joshua Tree was a great album. In uh, in in 98, that's interesting. Bill Clinton and Kenneth Starr.
0: So the president and the guy who uh,
1: prosecuted him—that's incredibly interesting. Time
0: magazine is wild with it. I mean, we're going all. Like, when are we going to get to like? Is it, how long? How far back does this go? Uh, into the thirties. Oh wow. Uh, nineteen
1: twenty-seven.
0: Hitler was really the
1: person of the year on Time. Yep, uh, nineteen twenty-seven with Lindbergh, then Chrysler. I don't know who Owen Young is. Charles
0: Lindbergh is that the guy who flew across? Yeah. Yeah. The,
1: uh, Mahatma Gandhi. No, Gandhi? no, okay. that's not. No, that's
0: not Mahatma Gandhi. No, that's that's yeah. That's Mohandas Gandhi.
1: Oh, apparently we've been pronouncing this wrong the entire yeah. time. No, there uh, is a Mahatma
0: Gandhi. It's a different person, I think. Yeah. Hitler was person of the year in 1938. Wow. And then Stalin in 39. So they went full, yeah. full commie, full Nazi. Yeah, full not. Na- well, first wow. off, they
1: put three dictators back to back to back. Uh, four, actually. Generalissimo.
0: Okay. In Italy.
1: Italy. And, uh, and then... Uh, Chiang- Stalin again. Chiang kai <clears> Shek. <throat> In uh in in China, who eventually lost to now Stalin again in forty eight, huh? Yep. there's Stalin in thirty nine, then Churchill, then Roosevelt, then Stalin, George Marshall, Eisenhower, Truman, Ma- Marshall again. I don't know what the hell. He- oh, the Marshall Plan. Okay, that was uh-huh. a, that was a big deal. Uh, let's see. Anyone good? Anyone good? Uh, Queen Elizabeth. That I'll go with. Uh, I like that's the fine. Queen. I like the queen. That's fine. Kennedy the year he died. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That shouldn't count. Martin Luther King. The former person. Everyone twenty five and under. Really? What the hell does that even mean? Whatever. Well the youngins. Uh, General Westmoreland. The middle American. For losing in Vietnam. That was great. Uh Nixon twice. Hmm. Nineteen seventy five. American women. American woman. <claps> burr, burr. Ah, here's another winner. Nineteen seventy nine. The Ayatollah of Iran. Nice. Yeah, right after he won that, he kidnapped uh Kidnapped a whole bunch of Americans. So Zelensky,
0: so Zelensky is now time person. here. this comes also by the way as uh, and I guess this is maybe nice and timed. Americans' support uh, for aid to the laundromat known as Ukraine is uh, declining now. I guess because people are finally getting tired. According to the survey, 48% of Americans now believe the U.S. should support Ukraine for as long as it takes, down from 58% in July. So uh, we obviously need a little shot in the arm, pun intended. Go. Get vaccinated. Uh, you know, we need a shot in the arm so that everyone gets back and stands with Ukraine again because that's no longer the current thing. You know, so the Ukraine flag—that's a—that's a telltale sign, by the way, on Twitter. Ukraine flag, you know, you're dealing with like a, a person that's just going to be ridiculous. Um, I didn't realize he was Time Person of the Year. Now he's now he's a uh, Time Person of the Year. That's funny. Um, the Twitter files. Now this is something interesting. I don't know if everybody knows who uh, Jim Baker is. Uh, yeah. Now. I happen to be a big Spygate guy. That's what got me into everything. Uh, Dan Bongino going berserk on his podcast, The Dan Bongino Show, um, over Spygate. I was sitting on the Tappan Zee Bridge. They they try to call it the Mario Cuomo Bridge. That's not what it's called. And he was flipping out. Stefan Halpert. Oh, he's, he's listening. There's a confidential human informant. It's a spy! He starts screaming. S-P-Y! Spy! Started going wild on the child. I'm like, this guy's great. So I was listening to him. There was a name that popped up in the Spygate saga, and his name was James Baker. Mm. He was the former FBI general counsel, and this was back in 2017 when I was listening to this, but James Baker actually winds up leaving the FBI, I believe in 2018, because he was leaking things to the media. Well, now we find out that there was a Jim Baker that was involved over at Twitter, and I remember reading this going, huh, that's a name. You know, Bongino always says, remember the names, remember the dates. So... I was like, Jim Baker. Couldn't be the same guy. Pretty common. James is a common name. Mm. Baker's not Baker. that. You know, it's not a very, eh. It's not like a, whoa, your last name is something I've never heard of before. It's not like his name is Ligma Johnson, Holden McGroin, Isa Cox, right? <laughs> Who's a real person, by the way. Uh, but I was looking at this going, wow, Jim Baker, I wonder. Then me find out he's got the same position over at Twitter. He was the Twitter general counsel. Hmm. We find out yesterday that Elon Musk actually fired James Baker because apparently before the Twitter files were released, it went through him.
1: It's unbelievable. And they
0: were withholding information in the Twitter files. It's the same guy. This is the same guy. He was involved in the Russia probe. So now I'm sitting at Russia. So now I'm sitting there going, oh my goodness, Jim Baker, it's the same guy. Post-millennial, here's the article. On Tuesday, Twitter CEO Elon Musk announced that Attorney General Attorney Jim Baker had been exited from the company following recent relevations that he may have played a role in facilitating censorship on the platform. So he leaves the FBI after he was found to be leaking things to the press. Leaking. leaking. Leaker. Leaker. Leaking James Comey. You know, leaking. I don't want to talk about it. So he looked at this. He leaves the FBI. Now he goes to Twitter to do the same thing. It's kind of like how Vijaya Gade leaves Twitter, right, Or and also got a job in the Biden administration to police misinformation. Isn't it funny how these people get the same jobs in different places to do the same things just from a different angle? Yeah,
1: oh, they fell up.
0: It's unbelievable. They either fail up in power or up
1: in wage. Right. It's, it, it it is it is mind-blowing to me. And the Vijaya Gade thing bothers me even more because this Baker character at least stayed in the shadows. But Vijaya the fact that she went on Joe Rogan, she, she probably was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on Joe Rogan. Went out and lied to the American people, lied to 9 million viewers, sat there, said that Twitter was not playing games with the algorithms, said that they were just policing violent content, mm. Tim Pool. Tore apart, apart, and you know it is it, incredible. I rewatched the episode now that we have like what we knew to be true the whole time, right? <clears throat> and every question, pool there, she lied about. Yeah, every every one single of them. thing.
0: So here's an article from 2018 on Star Wars Day, May 4th, 2018. May the 4th be with you. Two FBI officials, both advisors to former FBI Director Leakin James Comey, are resigning from their posts at the agency. James Baker. Who served as the bureau's top lawyer until late last year, when he was reassigned as an advisor to FBI Director Christopher Wray, is resigning for the New York Times. He's also being looked at for possibly disclosing classified information. We call that leaky, with journalists about the so-called Trump dossier. You know the PP tape. The PP tape. The PP tape.
1: I think Tom Arnold's still looking for that.
0: Yeah, though he has not been charged. Comey addressed Baker's departure in a tweet, fry, uh, twi- uh, in a tweet on Twitter. Friday night, heaping praise on his former advisor. This isn't the first time Comey has taken to Twitter to, his ex- to express his support for Baker. Comey also spoke out in December that it was uh, after it was reported that Baker was being reassigned from his role as general counsel amid scrutiny of his potential involvement with the Trump dossier, which contains salacious and some, un- some unverified claims. This some. is in 2018. The whole thing was hogwash. Okay, Uh, about Trump's connection to Russia. Sadly, we are now at a point in our political life when anyone can be attacked for partisan gain. Comey tweeted, James Baker, who is stepping down as FBI general counsel, served our country incredibly well for 25 years and deserves better. He is what we should all want our public servants to be. No. We don't want our public servants to be communists. That's what James Baker is. He also resigned around the same time as, remember this woman? Lisa Page. Lisa, Lisa. 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 Oh, Lisa, I love you. Peter, I love you too, Peter. Peter. She has to win. Hillary has to win. Remember that? A hundred million to nothing. She has to win. Lisa, I love you. Oh, Peter. Oh, Peter. Please come closer. Lisa, I love you. Remember that? No, he did that at the rally. It was the funniest thing in the world. I was like, this I tell is kind of gross. I, when
1: I every time he does that, I just keep thinking to myself, I'm like, well, if that's what love's like,
0: <laughs> maybe maybe I'll die. So here is what Elon Musk said, quote, in light of concerns about Baker's possible role in suppression of information important to the public dialogue, he was exited from Twitter today, that was yesterday, uh, Musk said that Baker's explanation was, quote, unconvincing once he was confronted. The Twitter files included revelation that Twitter took extraordinary steps to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, removing links and posting warnings that it may be unsafe. They even blocked its transmission via direct message, a tool hitherto reserved for extreme cases, uh... Obviously, like child porn, which made its way around Twitter anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, We see here, uh, although several sources recalled hearing about a general warning from federal law enforcement that summer about possible foreign hacks. There's no evidence that I've been seen of any government involvement in the laptop story. In fact, that might have been the problem. That was Christina Strom over on Twitter. But James Baker winds up leaving the FBI, going to Twitter to do the exact same thing with Twitter that he did with the FBI, just furthering the thought, the conclusion that the FBI and Twitter were one and the same. It's no surprise that when we talk about Yoel Roth, on uh, Swisher whatever that woman's K- name is Tara Swisher. Kara Swisher on the podcast talking about how he thought that that his remember that remember that article we read we said it sounded like Star Wars yeah. the APT28 yeah. hack and leak alarm bells mm-hmm. and then you hear the FBI talking about well this had the 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 earmarks of a hack and leak campaign all of a sudden all of a sudden everybody who's been leaving Twitter or we're seeing in these in these uh, in these Twitter files and all the statements that we see everyone's talking about hack and leak hack and leak hack and leak how is it that Twitter and employees over at Twitter are using the exact same terminology that the FBI uses to classify this disinformation. Yep. How is it that they're using the same terms? One way or the Dole other. Joel Roth did not work at the FBI. One way or the
1: other, information is going back and forth. I mean, 100%. Whether it's the FBI saying it and then Twitter is repeating what they're being told or Twitter is letting the FBI know how they're going to handle this sort of information, calling it a hack and leak. First off, and we've said it numerous times on this show, if it was hacked, who cares? Nobody cared that, that the Watergate stuff was, was what? A whistleblower with, ha- yeah. with hacked documents. Hacked. Right. Nobody cared that they stole the Nixon tapes and gave them to Carl Bernstein and to Bob Woodward. Nobody cared about that because it was true, and we knew it to be true, and this was suppressed from the American people, and the saddest part about it is no one, no one will be held accountable.
0: Nobody. changed my mind. Here it is. Uh, At one point, the former vice president of Global Comms at Twitter, Brandon Borman, asked if a cover-up of the Hunter Biden story could be, quote, truthfully censored and covered up as a part of Twitter's policies, to which former deputy general counsel Jim Baker again seems to advise staying the non-course because caution is warranted, Tybee explained. Following the announcement of Baker's firing, Tybee tweeted that more Twitter files were to be published over the weekend, but that there was a delay. Mm. Quote, we can now tell you that part of the reason why. On Tuesday, Twitter Deputy General Counsel and former FBI General Counsel Jim Baker was fired. Among the reasons vetting the first batch of, quote, Twitter files without knowledge of new management, he said. Quote, the process for producing the Twitter files involved delivery to two journalists, Barry Weiss and me, Matt Tybee, via a lawyer close to new management. However, after the initial batch, things became complicated. Quote, over the weekend, while we both dealt with obstacles to new searches, it was Barry Weiss who discovered that the person in charge of releasing the files was someone named Jim. When she called to ask Jim's last name... The answer came back, Jim Baker. So it was Jim Baker who suppressed or advised as a general counsel of Twitter to exercise caution over the Hunter Biden laptop. We have to be careful that this isn't a hack and leak. Hmm. Well, he used to work for the FBI, so maybe that's why they're using the term hack and leak, Mm -hmm. because he's got experience with this. He knows... The same type. Remember when they said they were drawing conclusions about Hillary's emails? Yep. Jim Baker was a part of the FBI. He was FBI general counsel in 2016 when the Hillary email scandal was going on. WikiLeaks or Seth Rich or Bolt or Julian Assange or whoever the hell you think it was. The boogeyman. Someone got a, hand, a hold of crooked Hillary's emails, hacked them, and leaked them. Okay? Now... Jim Baker has seen this before and how it can damage a presidential campaign. That was a huge black cloud over Hillary Clinton. He doesn't want to see the same type of hack and leak operation take down Biden because Jim Baker in 2016 as the general counsel of the FBI was acting as a partisan Mm -hmm. as their general counsel and now he was doing the exact same thing at Twitter. Same guy, same position, different company, same behavior. And the exact same thing happened. Whereas the FBI decided they weren't going to press charges on Hillary Clinton for the email stuff, Twitter decided they weren't going to let the Hunter Biden laptop see the light of day. Exactly. Unbelievable. It is, it, it, it is
1: mind-blowing to see. And people talk, and somebody said, I can't even where I heard this yesterday. Somebody was like, since the beginning of the FBI... Have they ever not been a partisan organization? From true. when you know, from their from their illustrious founder, the cross-dressing uh, J. Edgar Hoover, yep. to monitoring monitoring uh, uh, civil rights organizations, monitoring Martin Luther King, monitoring supposed communists. I don't like communists. I'm not a big fan of the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You have the right to organize. You have the right to do those sorts of things. The FBI has been a disgusting organization, a partisan organization since its inception. And something has to be done here because if we're going to have a federal law enforcement branch like this, they need to be they need to almost have no no ties to government whatsoever. They need to they the president appoints the FBI director. That makes it a political... And I'm not talking about the door kickers. I'm not talking about the guys going out there buffing the fentanyl. I'm talking... And when you get to a certain point in any sort of government organization, even if it's the, the, the Department of the Interior, you become essentially a political hack. The minute you get stars on your shoulder... Yeah. As a general, that is a political appointed position because you need congressional approval yes. to get more stars. Yes. So that's why they go after a Michael Flynn, and that's why they advance an idiot like General Milley, oh. who has made it all the way up to the head of the Joint
0: Chiefs of Staff by <clears throat> never winning a war. Right. Never winning a war, not even winning the culture war now. No, He's just surrendering to He's surrendering the, woke. the culture war to the woke to the woke with his big, big up eyebrows. Oh my goodness! Now, Jim Baker, uh, listen to this. At the end of the article here because this is just <laughs> insane. Twitter after the Hunter Biden story had been released prior to the 2020 a uh, Twitter Twitter after the Hunter Biden story had been released prior to the 2020 election claimed that they believed the data revealed by journalist Emma Joe Mars in the New York Post had been hacked. This was not true, which we know. Yeah. Hacked material is not allowed on the platform under their terms of service. The New York Post Twitter account was locked, and many media outlets from NPR to the New York Times to the Washington Post all issued explainers to readers as to why they refused to cover the story rather than actually cover the story. CBS only just admitted it was real. Now, this is it. Shame on NPR, which we pay for, the New York Times and the Washington Post, which we also kind of pay for because if you buy from Amazon, you're paying for the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. The New York Times... The Washington Post, the Washington Post Watergate, correct? Yes. Now, the Washington Post, oh, this information might have been hacked. We're not going to report on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So do Watergate now.
1: Do what you can. Right.
0: All right. So now here's the thing. So the Washington Post, which made its name on Watergate hacked, whistleblower, etc., decides to punt on this Hunter Biden story because obviously it would have been damaging. Jim Baker, having seen what hacked materials, and I use the quotes, hacked materials, would have done to Hillary Clinton, what it did to Hillary Clinton in 2016, was right. He was right. Because after the presidential election, in which the winning votes went to Joe Biden, is back to the article, it was revealed that nothing about the story was false, hacked, or misinformation, and that the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, which essentially operate as the American newsstand, true, had censored information that was essential for the American public. Polls after the election showed that many Americans, we've seen as much as 13%, would likely not have voted for Biden had they known about the contents of the laptop. So for Jim Baker, the fact that he saw this happen to Hillary Clinton, he's seeing it happen again to Joe Biden, puts an end to it, he was right. He was right. Jim Baker, Vijaya Gade, those two people, they need to be Hell, I mean, I don't know what to do with these people. I would love to see them thrown in jail. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see them thrown in jail. This is election interference of the of the confusion of the highest order. This is election interference of the highest order. This, the, that's the, the African guy. Oh, why, African. why are
1: you gay? Why
0: are you gay? It was the pastor who came on. It was like, she hey. says he's a man. Says he's a sodomy. Now says gay. Now says human rights. Confusion of the highest order. Now, seriously, this is like... You look at the election, election interference, they want to talk about 2016 in Russia Russia, 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 Russia. Oh, there Russia. was some there was some fat Russian guy in his mom's basement trolling and posting memes on Twitter and that flipped hundreds of thousands of votes in Michigan. Get away from me with that garbage. But yep. you have now James Baker, Vijaya Gade, Twitter with millions of users mm-hmm. taking information that Americans have admitted would have changed their minds and not giving them the full picture before they went and cast their votes. That is Election interference, and it's not the Russians. It's here. It's our own people. And
1: the fact that the the fact that this is not the first time the media has done things like this. You know, back in the back in the back in the sixties, the editor of the Washington Post was sleeping with the 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 Secretary of Defense. This is not hard to know. If anyone's seen the movie The Post with Meryl Streep, it was actually a very good movie. But this is not the first time the media has colluded to censor things from the American people. They censored a lot of vietnam stuff during the vietnam war from the american people some people wouldn't get a chance to see what was really going on over there you know it's this is just to see the rot how these people will just capitulate just and we've seen it even in our own lives on a local level here the amount of people that rallied behind donald trump in 2020 maga 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 they got one little taste of party politics and now they just—they've, you know, they're thrown in the turkey.
0: That's it. Hmm. James Baker, who served as Twitter's deputy general counsel and vice president, beginning in June of 2020. Spent four years prior to that as the top lawyer for the FBI. So when you wonder why Twitter was in bed with the FBI, you know, you have to look no further than this guy. Mm -hmm. It was in that post in 2016 that he linked up his friend, lawyer, and Democratic operative Michael Sussman with top FBI investigators. Mr. Sussman passed along claims that the uh, the Republican candidate was in contact with a Russian bank. Another hoax. Remember the Trump Tower? Secret servers on top of Trump Tower. Another Another, baloney. Another load of bullshit. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, we got to get to a word from our sponsors, and uh, maybe take a breath. Tack right out. Sean's
1: got a lot of energy today. I did our first show; he had a little bit of car trouble. Yeah. So right. I, uh, I did, I did our first hour. So he's, uh, he's, uh, I believe the word would be jacked.
0: Jacked right now, Jack. Plus the co- the new coffee that we're drinking this morning, Brennan made it it's like. There's something in there. I don't know. Maybe Hunter Biden. Maybe some Parmesan cheese in that coffee. So I, was, I am flying right now. All right. right LFA. What a beautiful thing. The Mini Saw. Take a look at this. Uh, look at this product we came across. It's called the Mini Saw by TacRite. T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T. Last time we showed this, showed this product to our audience, it sold out in under 24 hours, and it was out for three months. Now it's back and it is in stock and ready for holiday shipments. Look at this thing. Fits in the palm of your hand. You can cut down an entire forest with this bad boy. Why does it sell out so quickly? It's through the affordability of this amazing senior friendly mini chainsaw which thousands of Americans are in love with. It can be uh, operated with just one hand and it can help you trim your trees two times faster with much less effort. The mini saw is big tool Not you, Jim Baker. Big Tool Company's worst nightmare. They have been trying to hide Minisaw from the everyday consumer and have even banned it. They banned this bad boy in big box retail shops. Big Tool is threatened by this device and its potential to cut into profits. Love the pun. Update the Minisaw is on sale today. With 50% off and free shipping and a promotional discount to new customers. But you gotta to go to Tacright, T A C R I G H T L F A, Lima Foxtrot, Alpha dot com to claim your discount. TacRightLFA.com. And we scroll down and we see these reviews. You saw William Shakespeare over here, William S with his reviews to cut or not to cut. He cut. Paul E D. Not DJ Paulie D, but Paul D right there. Paulie Donuts. This turned out to be much better than I anticipated. I've so cut. I've so far cut 60 to 70 oak and privet trees that range between two and four inches. You do need to wear safety glasses. Make sure the chain stays adjusted for proper tension and keep the chain oiled like any chainsaw. Battery life is good and it's lightweight. That's a real plus. I remove it when not cutting for safety. Much faster and easier to use than loppers. Five out of five loppers. from my man Paul D over there. So check it out, uh, tackrightlfa.com. Tackrightlfa.com. Sick stuff right there. Love it. Gotta love it. By the way, to say today's December seventh, it is Pearl Harbor Day.
1: Oh uh, yes, Pearl Harbor Day, guys. Uh,
0: you know what? It's, a, it's weird. I, I always
1: compare Pearl Harbor Day to to nine eleven, and like when when will the not when will the American people, but when will the 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 common parlance like not see it as like you know they even there's no Good Morning America didn't do a thing about it today like there right. was no uh, right you know there were no there were no parades you know maybe something's going on in, in Hawaii but December seventh nineteen forty one yeah the day that will live in infamy that's right it was uh I mean the the, the footage
0: oh it, it's it, unbelievable
1: it, it's wild I, I can't imagine being there and thanks to Pearl Harbor we got it. Terrible movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a really bad movie. Really
1: bad. Oh. If anybody thought Ben Affleck died in the first 40 minutes of that movie, you're an idiot. That's a bad, bad movie. You know how you know it's bad? Because Josh Hartnett's in it.
0: Because
1: mm. he doesn't make it, although Kate Beckinsale. I
0: don't know if you saw this. <sighs> Let's move on. We didn't cover this in the, in, in the uh, morning show, although a lot of local stories was great. Breitbart. Story on Breitbart. New York Democrats are pushing for reparations... For black residents. California just did this. Yeah, California They're just did They're giving like $223,000 to families who are descendants of slaves. Uh, if Democrat Prove la- that,
1: please. Right. I- I'd like some proof.
0: Yep. Uh, if Democrat lawmakers in New York have their way, the black ancestors of slaves will receive a sweet taxpayer-funded payoff. This comes on the heel of a California task force recommending $569 billion with a B in reparations be allocated to every black person in the state who qualifies as the ancestor of a slave that adds up to a Golden State payoff of $223,000 each. $223,200 each. Have you ever heard of anything so stupid or corrupt? This is just another... I can't wait until like Elizabeth Warren moves to New York and then claims to be black to get $223,000 because she done I'm going like to be
1: I, I got news for you.
0: I actually identify as a slave. So do I. Yeah. I'm a Toby. slave for you. <laughs> this is just another way for America's shameless leftist race it's hustlers Britney, to bitch. get their greedy hands on money earned by completely innocent, hardworking taxpayers naturally flush off their victories in the midterms. New York Democrats are looking to do the same and more. More looting of the Treasury to spend, ra- spread racial division and steal from the poor to give to rich race hustlers. Yeah, I wonder if Al, uh, Al Sharpton is going to identify as the ancestor of a slave. Jesse Jackson, right?
1: If Al Sharpton gets this money.
0: Is Louis Farrakhan a New York resident? No. No, okay.
1: I think he is. <laughs> That's a good one. The left
0: there. wants to talk about uh, anti-Semitism. They don't want to go Where near Louis Farrakhan. Louis. Louis Farrakhan, who... Uh, Says I'm not an anti-Semite. I'm anti-termite. Chicago. Yeah, that's a nice thing to say about Jews. Oh, you don't think Chicago's next too, yeah. right? They're next. So it used to be California. Uh, New York does something. California does something next. Mm-hmm. Now it's California does something. New York does something next. It's unbelievable. California really wags the dog
1: when it comes to when it comes to progressive policies. Yep. I mean,
0: being the biggest state, they're They're going to
1: do that. You know, they uh, used to be just with like like uh, miles per gallon on cars. But now it's uh, it's reparations.
0: So here's uh, Assemblywoman uh, Michelle Solages. Solages? Sol- Solagues, I don't know. Democrat from Nassau County. Ha! We saw what happened in California. We want to pass a bill. It starts a conversation about reparations, said Assemblywoman Michelle with the last name I can't pronounce, chairwoman of the New York Black, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, and Asian Legislative Caucus to the post. So, so
1: the non-white caucus?
0: Right. Assemblywoman Taylor Darling, another Democrat from Nassau, said it would be, quote, a slap in the face if Governor Kathy Hochul and the legislature don't green light a reparation study commission. Uh, Darling also scoffed, ready for this, that the two hundred twenty three thousand dollar figure that California's task force recommended for each black descendant there was too low, too low. Too low. We all know how this works. The same way the government-run welfare state and school system work, the money almost never trickles down. It's the administrators who get rich, while the people who are supposed to receive the money get nothing. Been on an Indian reservation lately? Even if the money did go directly to those who qualified as black descendants of slaves, the question is why? Why does any of that have to do with anything? No one alive has ever owned slaves. No one alive has ever been a slave. No one alive owes or is owed Anything, as by Gino goes, we don't owe you squat. We don't take your reparations and ram them up your caboose. The
1: old caboose. The, <laughs> the old, old
0: caboose, caboose risky. Risky. That's I, right.
1: I, this is so. This is such pandering. Such pandering. Because I, how far back do we go? Do do the Romans owe owe the uh, those west of the Rhine money because they were enslaved? Do they owe the Syrians money? Do the Egyptians owe Jews money? Yep. how far back we're gonna go people and it, I, it it just blows it blows my mind if they think that this is suddenly gonna what if this is all about buying votes. It's not like this is gonna really do anything.
0: Uh, John Nolte in this Breitbart article goes on to ask, do we honestly believe these big payoffs will end the race hustlers hustling mm-hmm. or the refusal of the left to move on from something that happened almost 200 years ago so our country can finally heal? Of course not. This is just one more hustle. It's like same-sex marriage. We caved to that blackmail. You talk about this all the time. Rick mm-hmm. Santorum saying, what's next? We all said, ah, Rick, that's not very nice. Yeah. But in the long term, he was actually right about it. We caved to that. Now, I'm okay again. I'm I'm okay with gays getting married. I don't care what yeah. you want to do. You want to do But it should have stopped there. The problem is Rick Santorum was right. We did not draw the line... In the sand, remember the red line in the sand that Obama said you cannot cross, which was then crossed, and nothing happened. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. The red Syrian line in the red sand, line. red line in the sand. Don't cross it. If you cross it, something bad's gonna happen. They cross it. Oh no, we're sorry. We'll apologize. Here, have more. Uh, it's like same-sex marriage. We came to that blackmail, and now drag queens have infested our libraries. Trans propaganda and gay porn are handed out in elementary schools. Men are ruining women's sports, and guys with beards and high heels are welcome in your daughter's locker room. I couldn't have said it better myself, John Nulty. If I've I've never owned a slave. My forefathers never owned slaves. I was born to a homemaker and an auto mechanic. I didn't graduate college. I've never inherited anything from anyone, not a penny. There are plenty of black people in this country who grew up more privileged than me, who have college educations, who have benefited from affirmative action, and as I've worked since I was fourteen. I made my own way through life. Everything I have I earned, despite the discrimination and prejudice against Irish ancestors. This is John Nulty speaking. I look forward, not backwards. I I don't lick my wounds and cry, baby. I get out of bed and go to work and save my money and worry about me and mine. I don't want anything from anybody. I don't owe anybody anything. I'm an American, not a victim. Well said, John Nolte. I wish people would adopt that mindset. Mm -hmm. Instead of crying about what went wrong in the past, getting up, picking yourself up, Putting your boots on. Going to work. As Bongino also goes, you know what you don't have a job? Pick up a broom and sweep somewhere. They need it. Yeah. You can make money. Just Pick case, up the broom. Just in case there's anybody out there listening. Yeah. Go to work. Russell. Oh, my goodness gracious. No, but that's
1: it. You know, I... You,
0: you, wh- you don't think we've all had a
1: tough job? And, and you know what? Uh, what was it we, we always say? You can make money, you can make excuses, but you can't make both. Can't make both. That's it. Well, I've said that to... Oh yeah! Back, back, oh, back to the article.
0: So many times. Well, the article's over. Okay. But here you go. Here's oh, some good wow, news. Hold on, I got, I got some fun. I got some. This fun. is fun too. What do you got first?
1: Oh, we went over it on the earlier show. Oh yeah, I've got to yeah. go through this. So, this is funny, guys. It turns out oh, we, we we got a couple minutes left here, so I'll do this quick. Uh, Shark Week is being blasted for being overwhelmingly white men named Mike. As shark experts in Washington, Mike White, Post, Mike
0: White, yeah, Mike
1: White. As uh, shark experts in the Washington Post suggest, this is unbelievable. So apparently, Shark Week is racist. Now, a report uh, highlighted a study done by the Public Library of Science, led by Allegheny College biology professor Lisa White Whitehack Whiteknack. White hack. I'll go with hack. Yeah, that's right yeah. uh, The project observed Discovery Channel's programming emphasized negative messaging around sharks, lacked useful messaging about shark conservation, and overwhelmingly featured white men as experts, including several with the same name. the so, no, na- na- names are racist. Yes. Uh, before diving into the study, the Washington Post provided a brief introduction on White Knack, noting that the biologist loved sharks as a kid and watched Shark Week every summer. So she watched it even though it was racist. She must be a racist too. However, I'm a racist. You're a racist. racist We're all racist, racist too. too. They're gonna cut that and use it against us. Probably.
0: <laughs> just like when I just like when I say this, I believe Mike White is superior to Zach Wilson. Therefore, I think he is the supreme choice to be quarterback of the New York Jets. Therefore, I am a Mike White supremacist. Football. It's football. Good.
1: Suddenly, I want to be eaten by one of these sharks. (laughs) Uh, However, the piece stated that when scientists appeared on her screen, she rarely saw any women that she could look up to. Thinking about that later in life, she lamented, I don't come from a home of scientists, and I didn't see many people who looked like me on the television. Yeah. As an adult, White Act decided to explore these misconceptions as the post characterized them. The piece claimed when the. Pandemic lockdowns came in 2020. She saw an opportunity to study the source of her old misconceptions. with Shark Week feeding audiences wrong messaging about sharks and who studies them? In addition, the study found revealing programming negative depictions of sharks. It featured more white experts and commentators named Mike than women, noted Arizona State University they conservationist. They could have put Michelle
0: Obama's on there. Her no, name's Mike. Not for
1: nothing but the fact that it took two professors to write this study. Yeah. Schiffman, in Arizona State uh, shark conservationist implied that this may be due to the discrimination on the part of the discovery channel he said when there are hundreds of people of color interested who work in this field and when my field is more than half women maybe it's not an accident anymore that they're only featuring white men uh, i want you to know Jack's not a white man though David Shipman Schiffman of Arizona State University first off Arizona State University you're studying sharks
0: <laughs> yeah, Arizona's never seen a shark. It's like, <laughs> like where are you getting You're sharks? You're in the desert! Where are you getting sharks from? <laughs> are you kidding me? You're in
1: the desert, so what the hell do you know about sharks? That's number one. Number two, if you are, saying go, going to uh, the Galapagos or uh, south of South Africa where the great white sharks uh, lie, I, I, I hope you know. That I want you to be eaten eat, by a shark. Eat him up. Eat this guy. Eat this guy. Save Arizona State $100,000 a year in whatever it costs to pay this moron. Num num. num and num. save the sharks. In the words of um, uh, Bruce, I'm trying to make a Nemo reference, different.
0: Fish are friends, not food?
1: People are food. People not, are food, not, not, not friends. friends.
0: Yes. Professors are food, not friends. Yes. That, for so Shark Week is racist, guys. One so when Shark Bruce. Week comes around again, just Hello, know
1: Bruce. you can't watch it. That's it's right. racist.
0: Don't watch it. It's racist. Also, BuzzFeed. Before we go, just a, a quick a quick jab on the exit. Uh, BuzzFeed. You know, liberal rag. Mm-hmm. Can't stand them. Uh, they're laying off 12% of their workforce. Too bad. So sad. No, that's oh, a man. Couldn't have a been bunch, of, uh, A bunch of, uh, you know, whiny, white, fat, Cheeto-eating liberals. Uh, not going to be able to work from mama's basement uh, on BuzzFeed anymore. So, mm. and what a shame. It is a shame. All right, folks, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening uh, to everything. If you find a college professor who thinks Shark Week is racist, tell him to go for a swim over in South Africa. <laughs> be good. Okay, okay, go for a swim. Go for a dip. I know. We don't like the great, what should we call it, the great black shark instead of the great white shark? Well, here's the problem. That's the thing is because whites aren't great anymore. It's not. So there you go. But it's not black. Right, it's a white. So would
1: that be? Ooh, maybe if we call it the Great Black Shark, it can get those reparations in New York, and yes. then we can add it to the conservation efforts. Yes, save the sharks. Or you could shut the
0: fuck oh. up. <laughs> yes, you there you could. go. You just you can just zip that one closed. Yep. Lock it, throw away the key, and never speak again.
1: Yep, but as <laughs> as we close out, guys, head on over to loudmajorityus.com. Check out the shop. Pick up your stocking stuffers. Make sure you get your favorite MAGA Republican hoodies for all of your family. Make sure oh, yeah. you get a little t-shirt here. I mean, it'll be an easy gift for everybody because I know there are certain people in my life who are getting loud majority stuff for Christmas because I don't know what to get them, Hi, That's da- right. Hello, Dad. Hey. But uh yeah, hello, mom. Hey. And brother and sister. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Plus I already have it, so I don't have to go very far to go shopping. Nice. And on over to LoudMajorityUS.com, sign up for the newsletter. I will see you guys at uh well, we'll see you guys tomorrow, yep. but if you guys are going to be at Turning Point USA, shoot me a message, we'll meet
0: up, grab a drink, say hello, giddy up. He's going to Tipusa. It's a good place. Tapusa. Tapusa. Nice. Tapusa, Arizona. That's right. All right. Thanks, folks, for watching. Thanks for listening. Jeremy Harrell coming up at 11. Please take the link. Share it everywhere. Hit the Rumble Rumble button button. on the way out. Make sure you're subscribing to rumble.com slash LFATV. It's up 100 subscribers from yesterday. Now 39.1. Let's keep this bad boy going. 900 away to go. 900 away from 40K. That'll be a lot of fun. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Stop complying with any unlawful mandates of madness. If you still live in a state where those things exist, like ours, and masks look like they might be coming back. Uh, And as always, ladies and gentlemen, loud crowd, LFA family, and red-blooded patriots of the world, stay loud.